Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. Okay, welcome to episode number 74, season 2, episode number 34. Yikes. Um, we're recording this on October 13th, which is, of course, as everybody knows, Marie Osmond's birthday. So... What we're going to do is we're going to replay one of the previous episodes where I explained how I met Marie Osmond twice, once through my uh, brother Jerry and the other uh, at Governor State University. So we'll replay those. But before we get to that, let's, you know, is at the Grand Old Opry tonight for 90s night is Louise Mandrell. Wow. And um, hopefully she's going to sing one of my all-time favorite, favorite country songs, Save Me. And uh, here's a little sample of it. Okay, now... Our next one, of course, is the absolute great and beautiful Charlie McLean. So let's move to her um, one with Radio Heart, which was a huge hit. I, I love that song. Listen to words. It's so good. So here's um, once again the great, absolutely great Charlie McLean. Also, today's birthday, October 13th, is Sammy Hagar. If you ever watched Rock and Roll Road Trip with Sammy Hagar through the years, he's great. He's one of my favorites. And, uh, you know, when he was with Van Halen, he had a song called Pound Cake. And I love Pound Cake. Not only the song, but I love Pound Cake, uh, especially Aunt Josie's Pound Cake. So here's a little sample of Pound Cake. Happy birthday, Sammy Hagar. Now we'll go to Marie. And what was her first big hit? Everyone knows it. Paper Roses, their only imitation of the imitation love for me. I think that's how it goes. So here's a little of that. Enjoy my stories. I listened to it again 
today, and um, it was fun. Uh, both times meeting her, and uh, great. Um, I actually enjoyed listening to myself telling that story. So um, stories. So it was good. So enjoy and. Um, Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for the long haul. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the important stuff here with Marie Osmond. Um, one of the important things besides having your brothers beat people up is they help you in life. My brother Jerry, when he was working at a major hotel downtown, I get a call on April 11th, 1994, and he says, guess who's in town? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, cool. He goes, your girl. And I knew exactly who he meant. So as legend has it, by the time he hung up the phone, I was standing right behind him saying, where? You know, he tells me, he goes, okay, I'm going to set you up tomorrow. It was so good. I'm going to set you up tomorrow. She does all her interviews in this big conference room, she goes from media to media to do interviews. Gets me in there, he tells me, number one, to behave myself, which is really hard to do around Marie, I guess. So uh, he introduces her to me, introduced me to her, and says, this is your guy. If you guys need anything, and her manager was there, if you guys need anything, he's your guy. He can help you. Okay? Now, I just looked at her, and um, I thought, do I shake her hand? Because if I shake her hand, I'm probably not going to let go. So I just looked at her. I said, hi, Miss Osmond. Um, my name's Jeff, and I'll be here to help you. She goes, oh, thank you, Jeff. And then, you know, of course, walked away. So the whole time, well, the first half, she's going, you know, table to table. It's a big conference room. So midway through, she's walking through to get to somewhere else. I says, uh, Miss Osmond, um, can I have your autograph? And her manager, oh, my God. Got so mad. How dare you? You can't do this and this and that. And she's yelling at me. And Marie looks at her and says, that's fine. That's fine. So I had this poster from the newspaper, which I have hanging up in my computer room. I should mention that. She was in for the sound of music. She goes, well, who do I make it out for? I said, uh, I didn't want to say for Jeff because then she knows, you know, that I'm basically, I don't want to say a stalker, but somewhere in between. Um, I said, make it out to my kids, Rachel and Courtney. She goes, well, I have a daughter named Rachel. I go, I know. And she looked at me. <laughs> she looked at me like, oh, okay. She signed it. It was great. And then she walks away and her manager says, I want to see your manager. She doesn't know that my brother Jerry is my brother. So I have to go get him. And I'm telling him, I go, hey, man. I, I explained to him what he happened. He goes, okay. So we get over there and the manager is saying, this guy interrupted her. She lost her concentration and this and that. We want to, you know, can we do something? And my brother Jerry looks at her and says, listen, he's fine. He's one of our best employees. I put him in here to take care of everything. He made an honest mistake. He goes, let me take care of this. He looks at me and he says, don't do that anymore. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut and you're just here to help, okay? Looked at the manager. I said, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I just wanted it for my kids. And the lady's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Just don't bother anymore. Okay. Later on, and this just shows you how strong unions are in Chicago. A guy from one of the stations comes up to me and he says, do you mind if I plug this cord into the socket? And I thought, what? So I looked at it and I go, 
yeah, he goes, well, I know how you guys are in Chicago. You know, you know, we're not allowed to do stuff like this. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to go over to the table. He had like a buffet table set up. I said, I'm going to pour myself a cup of coffee. You plug that thing in when my back is turned. He said, okay. He does that, which I thought, again, was weird, but it made sense if you're familiar with how it goes at McCormick Place. The thing is over with, and this is where it really gets really nice, is I'm able to stand there at this little buffet table and have like orange juice with Marie. And um, after it was all over, he told me, he goes, okay, I don't want to see you in this hotel the rest of the time she's in town or I'll have you arrested. Because he probably figured I was going to come back and find out what room she was in or whatever, you know, or wait in the hall to get her picture taken with or whatever. But I stayed right. I stayed out of that hotel. So it, it was a fun day. One of those days that, again, you know, that you don't forget that you just look back and you smile and say, yeah, that was good. So it was very, very exciting. So my brother Jerry got me in. Again, a big brother taking care of his little brother. So I got her autograph, was able to meet her, and then met her on October 6th, 2007. That was the year she was on um, uh, Dance with Stars. When she, The episode she fainted, they were running clips of her and her partner, Johnny, and they said, here's footage from a concert in Buffalo. It wasn't from Buffalo. It was from Governor State University, South Suburbs. And they actually showed part with me getting my autograph with her, and I've got my arm around her. And I have that episode on the DVD. So if you ever watch that episode, it's shown October 22nd, 2007. The guy in the blue shirt, blue and white shirt, with his arm around her, with the autographs with the fans, that's me. They needed a crowbar to get my arm off of her, but it was fine. I didn't get hurt when they were doing that. After that, because I paid a lot of money for a meet and greet, so Pam and I are waiting in the let's call it lobby, the meeting area, and Marie comes in, and everybody's gathering around her, getting autographs, and I told my wife, I said, I think she's going to go over to the other side, and she's like, no, I said, yeah, I get over there, there's Marie, people in line to take pictures, and Pam's nowhere to be found, okay, so I had to ask this kid with his mother to take the picture with his camera and then I gave my email address, my picture with Marie. God love him. He sent it to me the next day. So it was risky. Was I mad at Pam? Yeah, little. But she did go with me and was a good sport about it. And then later, we're there in this big crowded room. She's all sweated up and everything. And people are all around her. And her brother Jimmy wants her out of there. So he's she's standing back to back with me. And her brother is telling Pam he has to get her out of there. Pam says to him, well, my husband's waiting about 30 years to get his picture taken with her and this and that. He goes, well, I don't know. So I just turn my head and I tell, I, I just say to Marie real soft, I go, let's go. She turns around. I put my arm around her and I tell my wife, take that picture. <laughs> and her brother gave me the dirtiest look. She was fine. Again, that was my two meetings with her. And let me just say that Back in 1973 is when she sang Paper Roses on TV. And uh, that's when I became a big fan. The guys I used to hang around with, we would sit around, probably on the railroad tracks, passing a bottle of Ripple around or a quart of beer. And we would start talking music. They'd be like, hey, man, you ever you heard that latest Led Zeppelin? You ever heard Zeppelin? And then it'd be like, hey, you know, how about that Floyd, Pink Floyd, you know? 
And then another guy who was learning how to play the flute was like, how about Jethro Tull, blah, blah, blah. And I'd go, hey, has anybody heard that latest Marie Osmond song? It's really good. And then they would all start laughing. And then they thought that I was joking around, but I wasn't. But I never elaborated more on it <laughs> till later on, you know, a couple of years later down the road. But it was funny when they would say that, hey, man, hear that Zeppelin song? I'm like, yeah, hear that Osmond song? It's really good. Heard Sweet and Innocent by Donnie Osmond? Really good. So we're going to see her. Very, 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 very exciting. Uh, next week, I'll tell you about what my brother Joe did for me with one of the famous groups of the 60s. Um, I won't give that away, but it'll be another great story. But okay, that's it for this week. Take care. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah.